From between the hedges at Sanford Stadium to the practice fields, from Stegman Coliseum and wherever else the Bulldogs are playing, it's time to talk Georgia sports. From the Athens Banner Herald, here are your hosts, Mark Weiser and Ryan Dennis. Welcome into the latest edition of the Bulldogs Extra Podcast. Mark and Ryan here with you. Appreciate you joining us. Georgia, now number one in both polls, Ryan. I know uh, as a proud alum, you uh, you have been waving the Georgia flag proud this week. Is that right? Yeah, sure. I put one up outside my house to recognize uh, two number one rankings there. And, uh, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that they are the number one team in the in the land in, in every poll that should come out uh, after last week's drubbing of the Gamecocks. So, Ryan, I know you're advising Georgia fans to go ahead and make those reservations for SoFi Stadium, January 9th, National Championship game. I know the only question you have is who will be the opponent, right? Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, it looks like there's Georgia, and then you go down, you know, a large gap to who's number two. Is it Alabama, Ohio State, you know, uh, uh, Michigan, do they jump up in there? I mean, right now, uh, everything we've seen, you know, you can listen to Kirby say that there's a lot of things that need to be fixing, but that performance in South Carolina on, on Saturday was, I mean, gosh, that just – there was there, no doubt – who the better team in that matchup was and the way that they handled Oregon to open the season, you know, and then you go into Columbia, South Carolina and lay that down. Uh, I, you might want to think about go ahead and order those those tickets, those plane tickets, you know, your parking pass and anything else you need. That's called rat poison. Uh, what you're doing is, is you are uh, – uh, kind of getting the Georgia Bulldogs off their game. They need to focus on Kent State, which will arrive in Athens and teeing it up for a noon kick between the hedges on Saturday. Uh, we will talk about that game maybe a little bit. We'll talk about we'll kind of talk about our takeaways from the South Carolina game. We'll make our weekly picks. Who knows what else we will talk about. Actually, here's something we'll talk about, Ryan. Do you see the, I saw this crawl yesterday on, on CNN. I know Ryan's a big kind of, what do you watch, Fox News? You watch OAN? I was watching CNN yesterday. I had it on the background. Don't label me under any, uh, any of those networks, please. <laughs> Did I get that right? OAN? OAN? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, the FDA is warning, do not cook chicken in NyQuil after that. a social media challenge. Um, is that? I guess that's a thing. Um, but, I mean, I was thinking more like, you know, butter, olive oil, maybe Pam, right? You can spray some Pam on there. Now, don't they say, you know, the Thanksgiving turkey, was it tryptophan? I mean, this, this takes that to another level, right? I mean, that would knock you, that would knock you out for a while. NyQuil on chicken. Yeah, I don't know if that's that's a good idea. I I will recommend the olive oil. I like a little, you know, basted little olive oil. Where did these things come from? Like, you know, the thing a few years ago with kids swallowing Tide Pods or, you know, well, stuff I mean, like that. Who, there was who that, gets these ideas? There was that issue that I had to write about, about social media challenge with somebody shooting those little uh, pellet, oh, right. pellet, pellet things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess this is what happens. Uh, something to keep, uh, keep the kids entertained. See, I'm more of, uh, you know, the viral things like the corn video with the little kid eating corn you know and that that's cool stuff but you know things like this that makes no sense i saw the video of the kid uh or i guess it was uh 
Yeah, it was a, it was a little little boy who had a uh, like a very scary mask and scared his sister. I saw that, and she ran away crying. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty That's good. good content right there. All right, Ryan, I, I wrote this uh, as a uh, kind of analysis uh, column, whatever you want to call it, on Sunday morning. The question I had was. Uh, is George, and this is a question I posed to Nolan Smith, to Cedric Van Pran Granger, and to Brock Bowers. Um, is this Georgia football team better than the national champions of 2021? Now, I didn't answer the question in, in what I wrote. I kind of let them kind of chew on that as a uh, as something to think about. But I'm going to ask you, could Georgia 2022 beat Georgia 2021? I mean, it's a worthy idea, you know, to think that. I mean, I think I think a lot of people got caught up in the people that Georgia was losing and all the, the number one or, you know, first-round draft picks and the draft picks throughout the draft last year and said, no way can Georgia replicate that dominance again. And what are they allowing? Three point – Three points a game, I think, so mm-hmm. far this season. With yeah. A, with, with a defense that has Malachi Starks, true freshman, intercepting balls, you know, Pop, Dumas Johnson. We didn't know what he would do at linebacker. Didn't know who the other linebacker would be. It's been Smile, Mondin, you know. And these guys, I mean, I think just taking people by surprise. And maybe Kirby was right in preseason when he said that they're, you know, they're hungry. They hadn't really proven themselves because they've come out and, and, and really shown what they can do. And I think it would be a heck of a game if the two lined up. Uh, you know, I, I just think that when you, when you look at this offense that Georgia has – it probably is better than, than last year's offense. You got a year of, you know, uh, Stetson at quarterback. You got all these weapons at receiver and tight end and everything else. So I think when you add in how dominant the offense has been with how dominant the defense has been, it's it, it, it might be a better team than last year. I'll say this. It's, it's, more, it's more harmonious because, at least like from the outside, you're not having to deal with the quarterback question every week. Now, I guess by week four, which we're at now, maybe that – well, I guess that's really where it probably cropped up, right? Wasn't this about the time that Daniels had his second injury, I feel like? Um, and you just don't have to have that. It's kind of a, you know, a static, uh, uh, just a buzz around, like you know, always lingering over every game. Who's going to start? Who's in warm-ups with the number ones? Uh, you know, hey, I think they're all down there switching centers. <laughs> you know that yeah. that game we'd play. Yeah, I mean Stetson's the dude, and he's playing well, and everyone's playing well for the most part. I mean, and this offense is just clicking and and scoring. Uh, you know, back in the red zone this time, they they did a much better job of converting. Um, so I heard the uh, – I didn't hear it. I, I saw a tweet from uh, one of the Gamecock beat reporters. The South Carolina offensive coordinator today was saying that Georgia was like an NFC South team. Now, he said last year, which I guess is fair to say because you had so many five first-rounders. Is uh, the Kent State coach, Sean Lewis, is he kind of trying to you know, butter up Georgia by saying that this is the most t- talented roster ever assembled? I mean, it's just coach speak, right? I only see this. I mean, is it coach speak, or is that what he's saying? I I think he's there's a hint of truth in it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a team that's put together with with a lot of a lot of talent. So it was last year's team, and and when you're the number one team in the land, I think any coach that's going to play a team like that is is going to say those words. You know, Uh, we of course didn't go back and listen to say Alabama of twenty what sixteen, twenty fifteen, anything like that, but. I'm sure they were saying the same types of things. Uh, and, and, I mean, it's true. This is a very talented Georgia team. Now, Kirby yesterday in his press conference, 
you know, said pretty much the same thing that, yeah, you know, obviously a coach is going to say that. You know, you don't want to give any bulletin board material or anything of the like. So, uh, you know, I think it is uh, somewhat coach speak, but with a with a hint of truth behind it because it – you know, you got a number one overall pick in the 2024 draft, maybe at tight end. I mean, <laughs> with the freak athlete that Brock Bowers is. So. All right. I'm pulling up the – oh, this is kind of sad. I'm pulling up the NFL power rankings. Uh, just happened to be ESPN. Falcons dead last? I was not expecting that, but they are dead last on this. I mean – Actually, they've been pretty respectable in didn't, their first uh, Didn't the Bills just kill the Titans? I mean, I don't yeah. know why the Falcons would be worse than that. You know, I did see this question posed the other day, and you might have seen it too. I think it was Pat Forty mm-hmm. that, that tweeted and asked if the Bills were the Georgia of the NFL. Yeah, I saw that. So here's a question I had. Georgia 2023, I mean 2022 this year, plays the worst team in the NFL. Uh, Georgia's probably still losing by 35 points, right? Yeah, and that's a question every year. It's like if the number one team in college football played the worst team in in pro football, mm-hmm. would they win? And everybody's always like, no, they wouldn't because that's, a, mm-hmm. you know, that's the peak talent of, of – football and so uh yeah i don't think a college team can beat any pro team all right 49 to 3 33 nothing 48 to 7 those are the scores of the georgia game so far this year ryan let's let's look at the south carolina game the 48 to 7 win um brock bowers this is the georgia uh tight end that fans knew and loved last year uh you know we saw him in the first game kind of just be one of the pieces, uh, you know, among many that this Todd Munkin offense could turn to to make plays. But this looked like, uh, you know, one of the games last year where he scores a rushing touchdown. He scores on a fade in the end zone. He catches the ball, I think, at like the Georgia 40 and is gone for a 78-yard touchdown. Um, you think you think we'll see more of these kind of kind of games from Brock Bowers more often than not? Well, I mean, is it schemed up by Munkin? I mean, obviously, I, the fade pass is is drawn up for one on one with him, and uh, you call a reverse to a tight end of all things, you know. Uh, so yeah, I think they're trying to figure out ways to get your best playmaker the ball. And the funny thing, what do you think of when he caught that pass over the middle and ran it? Did that not remind you of the Tech game last year where he just kind of he didn't have to shake people? Yeah. In the in the Tech yeah, game, but his breakaway right. speed. I asked Brock after the game. I, I said um, basically, yeah, you know, would you think of that touchdown versus the, the Georgia Tech touchdown? And he said he thought he was a little bit faster in, against Georgia Tech. Oh. Now maybe maybe that's because he had yeah, a he losing had a, a step in his old age, huh? Well, no. Maybe he had a. That's because he had to kind of, you know, uh, make a couple guys miss on the defense. This yeah. time, I don't remember what Georgia Tech how many guys he had to make. I miss. don't. I think he just called it and took off and didn't. Yeah. You know, nobody had a beat on him. But the reverse kind of remind me. Didn't they run that play against Vandy yeah, last Vandy, year or something yeah. like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, to think that you have an offense that runs a reverse to a tight end just it's almost mind blowing. I mean, when you when you look at the freak athlete, is that, is that the uh, term you used in your article that, that posted online today? Freak athlete. Uh, that was actually what um, the Kent State coach right, called yeah. him. Um, I mean, but you're, you're running reverses to a to a tight end. I mean, that does just prove the yeah. I got a, got a uh, kind of a deep dive on on Brock again. Uh, it's posted online. You can check it out now at Online Athens. And had a chance to speak to Brock's mother. And I spoke to uh, Randy McMichael, the Georgia former Georgia NFL uh, tight end that played for the Bulldogs for the uh, SEC Network now, correct? Mm, or is he in Atlanta? 
no, that's no. Uh, he's, uh, he's on one of the sports radio the, stations. Who's the former George tight end? That's, that's, that's Ben Watson. Ben Watson, yeah, Benjamin Watson. Um, yeah, Randy's on the Atlanta radio. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. Um, all right, Stetson Bennett. Let me, I think we got to start a new segment now. Every week, we're going to do help or hurt. Did Stetson Bennett help or hurt his Heisman Trophy? Not that he's promoting his own campaign, but he's up. His name is out there. Uh, this game, or you want to call it a push? Help, hurt, or push? Help. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially Lead, leading rusher for Georgia was. I was like going to say in the the foot in the ground stick cutback. I mean, yeah. that's another highlight uh, worthy uh, Heisman Trophy winning highlight moment, you know, that would be shown if he were to... 36 yards rushing on three carries, led Georgia, edged out. Dejon Edwards, 33. Kendall Milton's 32. Branson Robin, 32. What is wrong with the rushing, coach? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, not only that, plus he, he gave himself a Heisman moment maybe when he threw up on the field and, and came back the next series. I hope, I hope not to see that. In d- the didn't miss any time. Ryan, um, you're, you're quite a, uh, I don't want to say you're quite an athlete, but you, you like to run. What are you running, marathons these days? No, never been above a half okay, So you run a half marathon. You ever, you ever throw up in the middle of a run? No, no, I don't, uh, I don't push myself that hard, you know. I know, I know my pace and what I got to keep, but I've never overhydrated myself either. I'll share this story, but as long as Ryan doesn't like tweet out this as like the tease to the uh, podcast, uh, there might have been a Georgia basketball game like five years ago where I wasn't feeling my best. Have I told this story on the podcast? I thought it was a football game. No, 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 this this is at Stegman where I was like, I don't feel that great. And uh, but I was like, I'm going to I'm going to suck it up and go go cover this game. And I I might have gotten sick before I even went to the game. But but anyway, I was like, yeah, I feel pretty good. I can can make this. Um, I think it was after I had done the post game press conference. I can't remember if I'd already written my story, but uh, there was a trash can in, in the hallway at Stegman that uh, I had to, had to go visit. Um, you played injured quite a bit in your uh, writing career, hadn't you? I mean, I mean, I remember a trip to Tennessee a couple years ago. You weren't feeling the best either. Tennessee, I don't yeah, remember that. So, yeah, I know because you were you were on your Nyquil chicken the whole time. I don't remember that. I yeah, don't. yeah, you were saying you passed it to me because we took a car the whole I time. I think there. I think you uh, you're confusing me with someone time. else. All right. Um, Defense basically pitched a shutout against South Carolina. I mean, come on. 53 seconds to go, 13-yard touchdown pass from backup Luke Doty. Um, you know, I think it was uh, the safety, um, you know, second or third string safety uh, kind of got a uh, – it wasn't like he got chewed out. It was kind of a – Kirby coached him up after the touchdown uh, Sisavon, right? Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce his name? Daniels, Daniels, Daniel, yeah, the kid from Woodstock, right? He was one of the big time uh, first recruits in that class. I David Daniel Sisova. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so this defense doesn't want to give up any any points, obviously, but you know, especially when you get in that situation, they're they're looking for a second straight shutout. Ron, what's your favorite interception from this game? Is it Malachi Starks, Dan Jackson, his first in his career, or Tresman Marshall? Um, well, the Tresman Marshall one was pretty impressive right across the middle there because uh, that thwarted their first scoring uh, chance there and opportunity. But I think Dan's was pretty impressive. You know, he went up. Uh, Malachi was High point of the ball. Malachi was great coverage. He just turned and it hit him right in the chest. It was the best pass Rattler had that day. Um, but Dan, you know, went up. Yeah, like I said, high point of the ball, kind of wrestled it away from him. And uh, I think that was his first uh, interception, right? So, uh, you know, that was uh, that was cool. And we got to talk to him yesterday, you know, in, in a press conference. And uh, he was still gloating you know, about that wide smile. 
I'm going to give it to Tresman because you have an inside backer, a guy like him who's battled some injuries. Plus, you know, you get the DBs getting picks pretty, more often than not, right? Georgia's got, I think yeah. they got three safeties with four interceptions already this year. Get a little love for the inside backer, especially a guy that's not even starting. I mean, it was a great, it was an athletic play, you know. Yeah, uh, reaching nice out play. across the, nice in the middle there. Yeah. Also, good to see uh, Don Blaylock, speaking of injuries. Big catch, I think it was a first down, maybe 19 yards. I know you were at the game. Did you see the response that he got yeah, and the reaction uh, on the on the sideline when he got I off? I think I saw it on the replay. That yeah. was that was that was yeah. cool to see. And then Marcus Rosemey Jackson also with another big catch. Uh, you know those guys, you know, probably aren't getting that many uh, targets, but um, good to see Blaylock and and uh, in particular if he can kind of you know keep rolling and getting more snaps and that kind of thing. Um, all right, so Georgia says bye bye to William Poole. Started uh, in the national championship game at Nickelback, and you know had to sit out the first four games last year due to academic reasons. Played about, I don't know, 14 snaps against Oregon. Didn't see him at the Sanford game. And, and Kirby said he was dealing with some personal uh, issue. And then Monday, Kirby went out and said that uh, he's done at Georgia uh, because of a personal matter. Then Poole took to Instagram to kind of say goodbye and you know said some good things about Kirby, about his development as a player. Um, what is the uh, impact when you have uh, an experienced guy like that uh, you know, it was pretty much third string, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's much of an impact. You know, you can say leadership and all that stuff. But, I mean, Georgia's got plenty of that in the secondary. We can, you know, Chris Smith and, uh, you know, some of those guys, uh, you know, uh, Ringo and those guys back there. So, I mean, it just hurts from a depth perspective, I guess. But when he's, uh, you know, when he's – not really playing all that much. I guess that's what it came down to for him in the, in the ultimate decision. So, uh, but you know, like we've seen, Georgia's so deep uh, in the in the secondary, which is funny because we didn't think they would be. But the emergence of uh, Malachi and and you still got Tyke Smith back there, another veteran when he's fully healthy, uh, can come in in those situations. I guess just when it came down to it, pulls all the writing on the wall and. Wasn't gonna get much playing time this year, so I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is the end for him or if he's gonna try somewhere else. I don't know. I don't even know if he can go somewhere else unless he, get, unless he gets that, a waiver. Yeah. And, and I don't know for sure um, if this is just a playing time issue. I, I truthfully don't know exactly what what's going on there behind the scenes. So I mean, that, that could have played into it. Uh, Derek Smith, a freshman outside linebacker. Uh, who one of his one of his teammates compared to Adam Anderson's terms of like his skill set? Adam Anderson played some star, or at least practiced at star, um, and so maybe Smith is now going to fill that void. He's he was warming up with the DBs uh, before the South Carolina game and gives you uh, kind of a different um, athletic dude to have as an option back there. You know, I don't know if I've laid eyes on him yet. I mean, what's when I think of somebody that I mean, Adam Anderson, I guess would be a good comparison. But you think about Leonard Floyd, the way he used to cover people down the uh, field mm-hmm. for Georgia. I mean, is that the type of guy he could be possibly if he had to be an outside linebacker or, you know, float around at a, at a nickel type of position? That'd be uh, – Interesting to see him up close and personal. Yeah, Derek Smith listed at 6'5", 225. Um, the official depth chart lists him as a fourth-string Sam linebacker. So uh, probably got a better chance to get on the field maybe in the secondary somewhere. I don't know. Um, hey, one, one thing that was very noticeable on the TV, I know you were watching, Ryan, was the fans at Williams-Brice mm. who nearly filled up the entire end zone, the students. Um, they were gone by like halftime, or most of them. 
which is kind of a weird deal. I mean, where were they going? Only twenty four nothing. Is there I that mean, much to do in Columbia? That I guess you don't want to be. Actually, it wasn't super duper hot. It was like eighty four is a high. Do you think they're going to the library to study? What's going on? Uh, is the is the field even on campus? It's it's not, is it? I haven't really seen the campus at South Carolina. I mean, in terms of like, I haven't seen like a, uh, you know, like a a, a lawn area with yeah. academic buildings. I mean, I feel like I'm just driving to the basketball arena or driving to the football stadium there. I don't really spend much time on campus. Well, I know if my team was getting beat like that, that I would be going to drink somewhere. I wouldn't be going to the library. Oh, you're saying drinking because it's kind of hot out. You go find a glass of water. Yeah, you know, get over hydrated. Um, speaking of the um, weather and the you know 84 degrees that day, Georgia pumped up uh, some Freon into their uh, uh, locker room, visiting locker room. They uh, brought their own HVAC system. Um, and wh- what do you make of that? Do you think uh, every stone cannot be? Uh, you know, you got to look at everything basically. What can we do to make sure that we don't have any kind of? Uh, I issue? guess I heard the rumors that, that didn't uh, Alabama do that at Texas the week before. So, you know, it seems like Kirby gets these ideas from his old uh, his old boss there. But do you – let me ask you this real fast. Uh, and kind of in those same terms of uh, sportsmanship across the aisle there. But do you sense any bad blood between Beamer and Kirby? I mean, I'm not going to speak to, like, their personal relationship. I, I mean, they, they at least play the part on the field. They, they, uh, they, they uh, you know – Chuck it up, what do you know, talk it up before the game? And I guess so. I, I don't know. I felt uh, watching on TV, and I might be way off base here, but you know, that whole situation where the, mm-hmm. the uh, I guess they were honoring Title IX and they yeah, didn't get yeah. off the field, and Beamer was mad. And it looked like Beamer was, I don't know who he was talking to across the field, but he was holding his arms up, and the speculation was that it was administration for well, probably, South the, Carolina. probably the game officials saying, you know, well, maybe so, yeah. but Kirby was overly excited after Georgia stopped them there and he yelled some choice words and did the whole first down yeah. you know going I did out see and, that, yeah. and, and I, it looked to me like it was pointed at the other sideline I mean, there might have been a little bit of that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was just curious about that. I mean, you were at the, you were at Kirby's deal yesterday. You should just ask him. Hey, Kirby, how you, how you feel about that? Oh, well, I figured we'd moved on to Kent State. What, what do you think he would have said if you'd asked him? Oh, he would have been, I don't know. You know, Shane's a great guy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He was great for our staff and all that stuff. <laughs> um, hey, Kirby uh, was on the SEC call today, the uh, 10 minutes we get with him on Wednesdays. I say today, I don't even know when Ryan's posting this thing, but he's uh, he's hopeful that wide receiver A.D. Mitchell with an ankle will be available Saturday for Kent State. I think they're not going to play him. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, same goes for other guys, right? Uh, maybe Jalen Carter, right? He was a little banged up. Ankle deal for him. Um, Ernest Green with a hamstring, the offensive tackle freshman. Um, he may be available. I, I could see him coming back because, you know, I don't know if Green – Green probably wouldn't be playing at Missouri unless it's a blowout, I would guess. Mm. I mean, I don't think Ernest Green is in the rotation like an Amarius Amer- Mims. Right. Uh, you know, or Devin Willick. Nylon Green with the uh, hamstring, the uh, backup corner. Sounds like he's doubtful in my mind. Um all right, before we uh, – well, let's let's break it down a couple other things here. Uh, away from the South Carolina game, uh, before we make our picks, Georgia had the fourth most players on NFL active rosters on opening weekend with 44, and that's with a guy like uh, – let's see. Rodrigo, did he make it for the first game? Yeah, he would have been – 
Yeah, he'd been on the he would have been Colts for a that. week. Yeah. So there's less. There's 43 now or whatever it was. But mm. it's behind Alabama with 58, LSU and Ohio State with 52, Georgia with most linebackers with any school with 10. Hey, speaking of that, mm. did you watch Sunday Night Football when uh, the Bears were introducing themselves? I did not. Who was it? Yeah, Roquan, Roquan said uh, LBU Georgia. That's oh, did he really? It. Yeah, LBU. What? You should have recorded it. Send me a little video. I was thinking about tweeting it out, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure Schumann would love that. Maybe he'll. Yeah, he'll, that, he'll that put needs that to be out there. there. That needs to be on the uh, scoreboard on you know on the big board on so- Saturday. How long will it take for Georgia to, to be, become number one on this list? Uh, for football uh, players in the NFL, yeah, on active rosters. I don't know. It's not like Alabama's not churning out ten or twelve. Uh, well, every they didn't year have still. fifteen last year. No, that's true. So if you go by that logic, then uh, five years. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how many Georgia has. Hey, the 2023 Georgia football schedule was released. On Tuesday night, um, we knew who the opponents were going to be. Uh, it was just a matter of filling in the dates and all that. Four home games to start the season with Ball State uh, replacing Oklahoma. Instead of going to Oklahoma, you're home against Ball State. Um, it's not a super-duper home schedule at all. And um, you think A lot of noon kickoffs on that one? No. Someone said that on Twitter. They're not going to – didn't – wasn't the – what was the uh, – the Sanford game was a 4 o'clock, wasn't it? That's true. Yeah, I mean, they're going to – That's the that's the, that's the the graveyard for SEC Network games. A, a 4 o'clock game? <laughs> yeah. You're going over against the CBS game, you know, 3.30 uh, ABC, ESPN games. Somebody mentioned that Auburn – it's the first time George has played Auburn in September, like ever. But you know what? I saw that, no. I mean, I mean, who cares, right? Well, my point is that like we're, Auburn's now not in November, so whether it's like it's September 30th, it's really almost October. I mean, it's pretty much the same. I mean, when's Auburn's coming here next uh, two weeks from now? Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, Auburn's not really like the marquee game on the schedule anymore because Auburn's not playing some good football. They just got their butts handed to them from Penn State. Mm, that they did. But you know what? I'm guessing there'll be a new uh, coach coming to Georgia next year with Auburn, so don't, mm. know, don't know who it will be. Georgia might face a few new coaches next year. Uh, unless uh, unless Tech, might, Tech might have a new coach for the end of this year. Yeah, I guess Georgia, the time Georgia, Georgia fans would hope it's not Auburn head coach Todd Munkin coming to town. Ooh. You know? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, speaking of the SEC Network, which, which you just mentioned, the SEC basketball schedule came out today um, with the uh, – well, the schedule was already out, but the, the dates uh, – not, not the dates, the tip times and the TV networks. Um, every SEC game for Georgia is on the SEC Network, except for two. Do you know which two? I mean, my, my guess would be a Kentucky on ESPN and a – Random uh, nope. Arkansas and CBS or it's something. It's two Kentucky games are on ESPN uh-huh. or ESPN2. Um, so basically Georgia is not a mar- – you know, they're not going to put you on, on the big network nowadays unless you're playing in Kentucky, which I guess Kentucky gets every game on there. But hmm. I mean, they could have thrown them a bone and put them on like ESPNU or something, right? Are they still – I think that's in the mix still. Yeah, you know, I don't know how that how their networks work. I know I can get every game on ESPN Plus. So. Speaking of ESPN Plus, how many people do you think are going to be like, where can we find this game on yep, Saturday? You're going to have to answer a lot of questions on on okay. Twitter. Well, we have a how to watch uh, that we post that on Thursday true. on our website, and uh, you know, I hope my you know I hope my dad listens to this podcast you know all the way through every week. But I feel like he's going to be one uh, asking me where to find it, and I'm going to be like, well, you got to. I mean, by ESPN Plus. By now, if you're a sports viewer, like you should know about streaming and 
that's kind of how you do it. I mean, you know, did, did you watch the Amazon Prime NFL game? <laughs> no. Apparently, uh, I tried to figure out how to do it. Might have gone to Normaltown for a while last Thursday. Wait, and, what do you uh, mean you try to figure out? Do you have Amazon? I think so. I'll have to try it again this week when I'm not as, you know, out, out of my right state of mind. So I'll try to figure it out. Right. But apparently I had to enter some type of code on my phone and I couldn't figure it out. I don't think you should have. I mean, if you have Amazon Prime, it should have just Yeah, been my your... wife has Amazon Prime. Okay. I'll have to get well, her you, to... You should... I mean, I feel like your wife should let you have her password. I'm just saying. <laughs> Emily, if you're out there, we're asking you to give Ryan... Yes, please. ...the password. All right. Uh, let's do... Uh, should we take a break and then do picks? Let's go right into it. Right, we'll go right let's into it. Let's do it. it. By so, the way, I'll go ahead and tell you. Mm-hmm. I was eight and eight last week. Hey. Uh, now eighteen and twenty-eight on the year. Now that was after a what a five and like fourteen start or yeah. something. So, I went uh, seven and nine. Now twenty-two and twenty-four overall. So uh, kind of sad under five hundred. Oh, do our numbers match up? I think so. Nice. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's rare. <laughs> but uh, all right, it's time to get back to five hundred uh, or better. Uh, I think we're going to not pick quite as many games this week, but we'll pick so we'll pick a good number. West Virginia's at Virginia Tech. It's the Mountaineers by one and a half points. Uh, Mountaineers are now one and two after a sixty-five to seven win over Towson. I'm going to take uh, JT Daniels and the Mountaineers. Is he playing? He's laying not. the points. 64. Why is he injured? He hasn't been. I don't know. 64% uh, completion percentage, 753 passing yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions for Mr. Daniels. So you're going West Virginia. They're getting the one and a half at VT? No, they're, they're favored they're by favored one and a half. They're favored by one and a half. Yeah, I'm taking, taking West Virginia. Yeah, give me Virginia Tech. All right, Missouri's at Auburn. I think we just mentioned a little bit about Auburn. Auburn by six and a half. Don't feel great about either of these teams. I'll take Missouri getting the points. Uh, I just think that, you know, I don't have confidence in either of these teams, so I think it's going to be a tight one. I mean, you've seen Missouri play a couple times this year, right? I mean, at Kansas State, they got walloped. Who they Abilene Christian last week? They beat Abilene Christian. Barely. It's Abilene Christian. What was the final score? I think 34-17, something like that. Uh, so you're taking Auburn? Yeah, give me Auburn. I think Auburn's quarterback's a little bit beat up, but whatever. Well, <laughs> is that before or after last week's game? Maryland is at Michigan. Wolverines by 17 and a half. Terps are unbeaten. I'll take Michigan. They scored 50 every game this season. They have J.J. McCarthy at quarterback. Hmm. Going against your uh, alma mater there, eh? Taking the Wolverines. Um, yeah, I think I'll have to go with Michigan, too. Playing at home, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I covered uh, back in the day some Maryland games at Michigan and at West Virginia, for that matter, where they just went to both those places and got their butts handed to them. So you've been in the big house. Oh, yeah. I've been. Is it as big as in – I mean, I've been there multiple times, like not even for games, just just so, you know, on – uh, trips around there and yeah it's 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 very uh it's the opposite of williams bryce williams bryce goes way kind of uh mm-hmm. vertical there's kind of a like, bowl right yeah 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 um clemson awake force it's the tigers by seven and a half i'm gonna let ryan make this pick first yeah you know what wake is ranked now they barely held off liberty last week i think and i'm not sold on clemson just yet so clemson by how much six and a half seven and a half seven and a half give me wake Yep, I'm taking Wake at home. Duke at Kansas is going to be a great Final Four matchup, but unfortunately for <laughs> it's football, I think they're both un, unbeaten, right? Jayhawks by seven and a half. I'm going to take Kansas at home. To They just uh, beat a decent Houston team or somewhat decent. Uh, I'll, I'll take Jayhawks. You know, I was saying that college, I think people were mad college game day is going to Knoxville yeah. for, for Florida, Tennessee. I think they should send their – Game day basketball crew to this game. That'd be fun. 
But uh, yeah, give me Kansas. I think, hard. I think they're pretty good. That'd be hard good. to do. Reese Davis is, is yeah. I was gonna say you'd have to find uh, somebody else could host that. Florida at Tennessee, as Ron just mentioned, it's the Vols by ten and a half. Gators just struggle to beat South Florida. I'm gonna take Tennessee to handle that spread. Yeah, I agree with you. I was talking to a buddy earlier today about this game, and he was like, I can't believe they're favored by that much. I was like, I can't believe they're favored by that much. And it needs to be way more, so give me Tennessee. Notre Dame going to Chapel Hill to face the Tar Heels. It's the Tar Heels by one and a half. I'll let Ryan make this pick. Oh, man, they haven't been impressive this year. They barely beat Georgia State, App State. Uh, neither has Notre Dame, though, right? So give me Notre Dame. How much is the line again? One and a half. Yeah, give me Notre Dame. Right, I'm going to take North Carolina. The Irish struggled to beat Cal. I think Tar Heels get it done at, uh, at their home stadium. Georgia Tech. Mm. Is, what a disaster. <laughs> is at UCF. Uh, Gus Malzahn's team favored by 20 and a half. That is so embarrassing. That's a big number. I don't think UCF is great. Feels like a 17-point loss for Georgia Tech. But I kind of wonder if, if – uh, the Yellow Jackets have kind of quit on Jeff Collins. I'm going to take UCF, I guess. They're going to win by 20. They're going to, they're going to cover that number. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I feel like, you know, Jeff Collins is – He's either one or two on the hot seat of, uh, you know, soonest to be fired in Vegas. I just I, – I, I have no faith in them against anybody. So, give me UCF. Oregon is at Washington State. Dan Lanning uh, and the Ducks are favored by six and a half. Ryan, go ahead and make that pick. Yeah, I think Oregon is – there's the funny thing. I think Oregon's pretty good. So, that what does that say about where Georgia is? So, I think Oregon covers the six and a half at Washington State. Washington State won at Wisconsin. Um, the Ducks, though, I feel got some mojo now, beating B- BYU and then the FCS team they crushed. I'm going to take the Dan Lannings. It might come down to the Bo Nixes, right? It kind of seemed to be going how yeah, he's Nix, going. Yeah, Nix has it going for a game yeah. or two. All right, Arkansas is at Texas A&M. I think this is in the Cowboys Stadium. It always is, right? Ryan, the Aggies are favored by two and a half. Go ahead and make your pick. Or did you just make the last one? Uh, I don't remember, but um, – Gosh, I really think Arkansas's better than A&M uh, by a good margin, I'll be honest with you. So the fact that the Aggies are ranked, uh, I mean, uh, favored in this is, uh, is easy money to me. Give me Arkansas. It's a toss-up game for me because Arkansas was just kind of, uh, you know, had a hard time getting past Bobby Petrino's Missouri State team. And uh, I'll take – to- I'm going to take the Razorbacks getting the two and a half. Yeah. All right, Charlotte is at South Carolina as the Gamecocks look to pick up uh, the pace after getting squashed by Georgia. Gamecocks by 22 and a half points. Will Healy's uh, team having trouble at Charlotte. Um, I've uh, had a drink with Will Healy. Have you? You didn't um, go there that night, did you? Who was he with? He was with. Uh, he, he went to. This was during SEC Media Days in Atlanta. He went into a bar and hung out with a lot of writers. Uh, he was a good guy. I talked to him for a story. But who was he with? He went with Charlotte at the time. It was somebody at Georgia played. It was that Murray year. State. Or I think. Uh, not Murray State. Austin P. Austin P. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Gamecocks. Uh, even laying 22 and a half. You know what? I'm going to take Charlotte for one reason. They have a former uh, Clark Central receiver, uh, Jarris Mack. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, for that reason alone, we'll go with Charlotte. All right, Vanderbilt's at Alabama. It's the tied by 40 and a half. I am taking Vanderbilt getting the points. Mm. Uh, they lost to Wake by 20, and they've scored 25 points in every game Vanderbilt has. And I don't think they're going to score 25 against uh, Alabama, but I think, you know, maybe they lose by 38. So, 
they came back on Illa, UIL last week, I believe, or whatever. Yeah, they won that Illinois, game. North Chicago or yeah. something like that. No, Northern Illinois. Um, what tied is by 40 and a half. Tied by 40 and a half. Um, yeah, give me Vandy to keep it close. Er, closer than that. <laughs> it's not going to be close, <laughs> but yeah. All right, last game. Kent State is at Georgia. Your Georgia Bulldogs are favored by 45 and a half points. Brian, you go ahead and, and make your pick first. I mean, these are so tricky because, you know, you think, well, Georgia crushes Oregon. They crush South Carolina both by 40-plus points. And then they only beat Sanford by 33, right? And you, you wonder, how can that be? So this 45 number seems high, but I can also see it being a 55 nothing game. 45 and a half. Give give me Georgia to cover that. I I, I feel like it's going to be a fifty five nothing or a fifty eight nothing, and we see a lot of Carson Beck. Kent State gave up forty five points to Washington. Um, they actually pretty much almost shut out Oklahoma in the first half. They had a field goal, I think it was, uh, before intermission. Um, and then they rolled up thirty one to three was the final score. I'm going to take Georgia to cover that number. I feel like with Sanford, it was a matter of Kirby having a relationship with that coach and not wanting to kind of embarrass him even more. And they cut they cut the game off three minutes early, right? Yeah, I know. Does Vegas just cancel that one uh, at that point? So I think, you know, there's no need for them to not kind of, um, you know, just unload everything you got. I think Georgia wins. I think you had it about right. It's like a 54-3 to three game or something like that. So uh, Georgia covers. And then I get back to over 500 and better. And Ryan kind of put a little more distance between me and my, me and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, just you're ready for that steak or whatever, aren't you? All right, time. everyone, that's, uh, that's the podcast for this week. We appreciate you joining us. Go uh, put a nice review. Uh, I, I noticed. Uh, I, have you checked out the review? Uh, I haven't. Did we get another one? Uh, somebody was <laughs> pretty critical of the uh, sound quality back before we uh, improved our technology here in the studio. And uh, it's a little hurtful, a little, little, little uh, painful. Uh, so hopefully if that listener's out there, that you like the sound quality better. And, uh, you know, go ahead and leave some constructive uh, comments. Give us a five-star if you like the sound quality better. But uh, everyone, appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next time.